Jake DeBrusque was promoted to the first line and was instrumental in the Boston Bruins slaying the Seattle Kraken on Thursday, but he still doesn't want to talk about the trade request that he made in late November. We're going to get into all that and much more on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I am your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Friday, February 25th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all platforms, as well as on YouTube. So please do smash that subscribe button, not too hard, or you'll hear from the Department of Podcast Safety. And each new episode will be automatically added to your feeds for you to download, listen, watch, and enjoy. If you could also rate and review, that would be very much appreciated. Pop a comment in the YouTube channel as well, and I'll be happy to continue the conversation there. Follow along on social at Locked NHL Bruins, and you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. I'm a lifelong Bruins fan, been following this team. Well, that would mean all my life and been covering this team for various outlets for 17 years. Rocking a older toque today. You can tell by the Reebok, uh, Reebok logo on this one. And very pleased with Boston's result last night in Seattle. Full disclosure, I did not remain awake for the whole game, but woke up this morning and uh, checked out the highlights. Checked it out on Game Center and extremely pleased with the end result, which came from a Jake DeBrusque overtime winner from a very tight angle past Kraken goaltender Philip Grubauer. Now, there's a lot to discuss when it comes to Jake DeBrusque, and we'll begin with the fact that he spoke to the media for the first time since a trade request became public around three months ago. He respectfully declined to provide any details as to why he decided to make the request or if he has since changed his mind. DeBrusque said, quote, to be honest, I had a meeting with the guys when it first kind of hit or first got out and I told them I wouldn't be a distraction. So I respectfully plead the fifth on all of those questions. Just want to talk about the game. I haven't talked to the media in a while. It's a fair question, but I won't be answering that. One of those things where it's a tough situation, but I'm focusing day to day, like I said earlier in the year. He did at the same time thank his teammates for their support throughout what has been a difficult process for him. He said, it means respect. It means that they think I'm a good guy and a good teammate. That's all you really want to be at the end of the day. You play in that room for all those guys. Obviously, lots of memories, playoff runs, grown up in this organization, 
that's kind of another thing I said to them too was I'll try to keep that the same. There's going to be down days or up days, but to hear them say that is obviously really nice. It kind of amplifies how close we are as a group. Always said how close of a group we have, and I've been very blessed with that. All of this raises some questions in my mind. Uh, It makes me wonder why this trade request was made in the first place. You know, if he has such great memories, if he is still tight with guys in the room, why make this trade request in the first place? Uh, Did it come out of a place of emotion? Does he regret making the trade request? Is it because of a contentious relationship with head coach Bruce Cassidy, who has given him a prime opportunity to play on the top line right now with Brad Marchand and Patrice Bergeron, which brings up a whole other side questions as to whether Cassidy did that in order to keep this hot streak going, boost his trade value, or whether he truly has seen a change in Jake DeBrusque that would warrant popping him on the top line and all the defensive responsibilities and scoring consistency uh, that comes with that. To Jake's credit, he is on a, a bit of a roll at the moment. He has scored four goals over his Last three games, the Bruins have won three in a row in the midst of that streak. He has uh, 11 shots over those three games, so averaging more than three shots per game over uh, over that span. So he is certainly stepping up, doing his part. Um, but again, he didn't want to address the trade request. He wouldn't say... If he's rescinded the trade request, uh, he wouldn't say if he wants to remain a part of this team for the foreseeable future, um, but he did credit his teammates for uh, sticking with him, respecting his decision either way. Uh, you know, you saw at the end of last night's game, he scored that overtime winner. He was immediately... Uh, Surrounded by Charlie McAvoy, Charlie Coyle, who were on the ice with him at the time. The rest of the team came out and, you know, obviously they're not going to leave him hanging out there after scoring an overtime win. Uh, But the fact that they were all celebrating like that together, I know a lot of us saw that scene, wished that things could be reconciled and that he could stay. But conversely, if he's going to be traded, then you want him to be producing uh, as Don Sweeney is making calls to make his uh, contract situation a bit more palatable to acquiring teams. Brusque is, of course, a restricted free agent, and uh, his qualifying offer uh, is kind of m- making it somewhat prohibitive, perhaps, for teams to look at him in the future. 
uh, you know, um, I can't recall exactly what the uh, qualifying offer would be, but, you know, he's only 25 years old. It's going to be a bump from the $3.675 million he's currently making. Um, so that's kind of potentially holding teams back. He does have limited production despite this uh, hot streak. He's sitting on 11 goals, 8 assists through 46 games. Not exactly lighting the world on fire, but uh, this could potentially raise his trade value, putting him on the top line. And we'll talk more about his uh, deployment here as the Bruins look to find answers on the top line beside Marshan and Bergeron here in a minute. But first, a quick word about Built Bar. It's the time of year that most people have given up on their New Year's resolutions, but Built Bar is helping people stick to theirs because eating healthy can taste good. Specifically, their puffs. If you haven't tried them, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting offerings. They're the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, marshmallowy, not just a protein bar, it's a treat. And they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite. They come in incredible flavors like cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. They're covered in 100% chocolate, like I said, and they're low-calorie, high-protein. You can really replace a candy bar with these delicious treats. Dip them in uh, hot chocolate, and they are even more delicious. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They make things taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. I don't know how they do it, but they pull it off every time. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. I want to thank you so much again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. Now go listen to the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Now yesterday I tweeted that I honestly couldn't tell if DeBrusque getting top line minutes means he's earned Cassidy's trust. It's an attempt to boost his trade value, or it proves that they need to find a pure right-hand shot to play on the right side. Uh, But for the time being, DeBrusque filled in admirably on the top line. Um, With Marchand returning from suspension, the Bruins' lines needed some shuffling. There is a open spot created on the top line with Craig Smith finding a home on the third line beside Trent Frederick and Charlie Coyle. Um, When Bruce Cassidy approached DeBrusque, uh, Cassidy said the player's reaction was, these are two Hall of Fame guys. Uh, He knows they have a standard they want to play every night. And Cassidy asked him, are you willing to put yourself in the position where the standard is every night to go against top pair defensemen and good lines and be able to play a 200-foot game? 
DeBrusque's answer was unequivocally yes, and that's exactly what Bruce Cassidy wanted to hear. Uh, and DeBrusque came out last night, scored the two goals, including the overtime winner. And again, he reiterated after the game how much of an honor it is to play with two Hall of Famers. He wanted to try to get on pucks, try to win some races on the forecheck, take away the goalie's eyes, simplify his game. He's gotten some puck luck lately and trending in the right direction. So exciting uh, for him, for sure, to be part of this run and to be, yeah, clicking at the moment. Um, DeBrusque has been in the same spot a few times in the past without really any sustained success. And Cassidy said, listen, Jake, we did this a few years ago. Didn't work out as well as we'd like, but you're further along in your career. And he was very open to it and wanted it as a coach. That's all you want to hear. We'll see how it plays out so far. So good, but you want a guy that wants to be in that position and he's more prepared to do it than maybe he was a couple of years ago, or maybe an Oscar Steen was earlier this season. Uh, DeBrusque for his part, Admitted he was a bit surprised when Cassidy came to him with the idea, uh, but he was eager to jump at the chance. Uh, he did play alongside the likes of David Krejci and Rick Nash a few years ago. He's practiced on the power play with Marcian and Bergeron. It makes sense, he said, almost in a way that uh, he would get a look there. He wants to be a top six player in the NHL. He's proven he can be in the past. It's nice to hear that he and Cassidy had that long conversation. Again, it seemed apparent that his relationship with Cassidy was part of the reason why he made that trade request. Um, You know, COVID came and went, or is still here, but the Bruins have had their issues with COVID. Jake DeBrusque has had his issues with COVID. The lockdowns took a mental toll on him. And I think that Cassidy perhaps not being hard on him, but wanting the most out of him maybe exacerbated those, those struggles, you know, Um, he's, he's still a young guy and he's an emotional guy, possibly a, a bit of a sensitive guy, which I can relate to, to be honest. Um, so again, I, I don't know if the trade request came out of that emotion. If he regrets making it public. If he had his choice, would he want to stay in Boston? Who knows? It, now that the request has been made, is Sweeney going to accommodate it no matter what? Because once that comes out, it's difficult to reconcile or, you know, the code or hockey culture says, you know, you make that request, you have to stick to it, face the consequences, even if you change your mind. I don't know. I'd like to think that there could be some reconciliation there uh, that he could show that he has had a change of heart. He wants to say he can be a contributing member. Certainly, He earned his minutes 
last night did a really nice job and did what he can do, what we all know he can do out there, which is um, use his speed, be strong in the forecheck, shoot the puck, and that was evident on the overtime winner where, you know, attacked uh, attacked the zone, used his speed, went down the left side, and um, just shot it on net from a tough angle, and it went in for him. Um, he said his mentality since the All-Star break, maybe even the Christmas break, you know, he went home, saw his family, cleared his head, um, and tried to maybe start from scratch or, or get a bit of a clean slate. That's happened for a, a lot of the guys, David Pasternak as well. Um, just uh, having fun out there, shooting the puck, and things are going to go well for you, getting a bit of puck luck. Uh, he hasn't felt it in a while, he said. And one of those things where it goes away, it hurts. But uh, now that it's back, he's feeling pretty good about his game. It's on track. It's on the right way. Anytime the puck goes in the net, it feels the same. Doesn't want to look too deep into it. Trying to forget everything. Um, the first two good years, the last couple rough years. Um, and he just wants to get back to being, yeah, a consistent threat on any given night. And good on him for, for, for making the most of that opportunity in the first game that he was afforded it. We'll see if it continues on uh, Saturday night in San Jose. Obviously, this has been a debrusque, heavy conversation. He was the main story last night. I'm giving him the big bear. Uh, once again, two goals, four shots, three hits, two blocks. Uh, if you're a fantasy owner... Nice to see him filling the stat sheet in that way. Honorable mention to Charlie McAvoy, who had a uh, rough, high-sticking incident in the first period that uh, was pretty scary, but he came back, got the primary assist on David Pasternak's uh, goal earlier in the game, and he also got the secondary assist on DeBrusque's overtime winner. Pasternak uh, also remaining hot. He scored his 28th goal of the season and uh, just has been playing incredibly well here in 2022 uh, to raise his uh, his point totals after a bit of a slow start to the season. He now leads the Bruins in points with 50 through 51 games, although Marshan has a better point-per-game average. He's got 49 points through only 40 games. Pasternak uh, now with eight goals in February after scoring 12 in January. So 20 of his 28 goals have come in the 2022 part of this regular season. The Bruins will be uh, back in action Saturday night against the San Jose Sharks. Linus Allmark, uh, got the start in this one and played very well. 25 saves on 27 shots. And it'll be Jeremy Swayman who will get the nod against the Sharks 
in San Jose tomorrow night. Now, football might be over, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next coach is going to be fired, betonline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. It's the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC. You can visit their uh, website or their mobile site to learn more about the trends in action at BetOnline, where the game starts. Let's finish off with some news and notes from around the NHL. There was some rumblings the other night that Philip Forsberg may be available in Nashville. Obviously, that would be a huge get for uh, for any acquiring team. Uh, the Bruins' interest would certainly be piqued in uh, yeah, their ability to pick up a very, very talented winger. Uh, he is a right-hand shot, but he does play left wing. Put him on the top line, and you would really have something there. Darren Drager reports uh, Nashville's position is to sign the leading goal scorer to a long-term contract. He is slated to become an unrestricted free agent this summer. Uh, talks are in the preliminary stage, but uh, seems as though those reports were a bit hasty. Elliot Friedman believes Forsberg if he wants to stay in Nashville, he'll have to accept an average annual value below Captain Roman Yossi's $9.059 million. So whether he's willing to do that or not is uh, the question. Uh, who else could be available? The Montreal Canadiens, new management, intends to be pretty aggressive this summer in the free agent market, which opens July 13th. They intend to get younger, but they hope to lure a lure lure a star or two to Montreal as part of their roster transformation. I've seen already people joking hurtfully that Quebec native and pending restrictive free agent, unrestricted free agent, sorry, Patrice Bergeron could land there. His former agent is now the general manager. Worth remembering that uh, he grew up a Quebec Nordiques fan who were the arch rivals of the Montreal Canadiens. So hopefully that does not happen. I can't see him eschewing the Boston Bruins for the Montreal Canadiens. That would just be, that would be madness. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs have talked to the Vancouver Canucks about JT Miller. Uh which would be unfortunate. Uh, they've also had conversations with uh, the Dallas Stars about John Klingberg. That's a guy that I would certainly like the Bruins to look at uh, as he seems to want out of Dallas and would be a great fit on the, uh, the right side, probably between... Um, Charlie McAvoy and Brandon Carlo. Of course, the trade deadline is, well, not fast approaching, but three weeks away as of Monday. So there's going to be a lot of rumors 
going around and we'll see how active Don Sweeney is. And again, whether or not Jake DeBrusque is part of that movement. Finally, um, congratulations to New York Islanders defenseman Zidane Chara. He surpassed Chris Chelios for most games played by an NHL defenseman at 1,652. Um, of course, many of those games were played with the Boston Bruins, for whom he served as captain for several seasons, winning the Stanley Cup in 2011. Um, again, I still kind of wish he had finished his career in Boston, but that ship has sailed. I know a lot of people kind of hoping that they might bring him back, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that, uh, we'll see how that goes here over the, uh, next few weeks. I think that's it for today's episode of locked on Boston Bruins. Thank you again for making it your first listen every day. Thank you for checking out this week's episodes. Had a great time chatting with Allison Lucan and Chanel Keenan in advance of last night's uh, Seattle game. And the Western road trip will continue next week. We'll be back on Monday to recap the game against uh, the San Jose Sharks and look ahead to upcoming games uh, Monday against the Los Angeles Kings and then Tuesday against Anaheim, kind of a back-to-back situation there where we will likely see both goalies in action. Hope you have a great weekend. Snowing up here again. Would really like to see a touch of spring. Uh, Got hockey with the boys. Going to get some haircuts. Some normal stuff. Catch up. Well, continue my rewatch of um, Better Call Saul, which I'm deep into right now and just loving. Such a great show. Anyways, thanks again, friends. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you again on Monday here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.